Check, check, check. One, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah. I'm back again. Back in the building, back in the place to be. Man, <clears throat> you know what it is. Uh, it's your boy Chad Dave. I'm back. I got one of my big homies, one of my big bros, one of my OGs in the building. Listen, man, me and this guy, man, uh, Back in the day, we used to do promo videos. I used to be in the club with him. I used to do my mirror love days. Mirror love, boy. We, we was early. We was way, early. Way before everybody up, man. We was always, early. Always trendsetters. Always going to the club, just filming, like, filming the night and everything, man. Then was, then was the funnest days, man. Just getting to the club, you know, like I drink on his dime. <laughs> you know, Always. DJs be having the, you know, the little budget at the bar, be like, yeah, I'm, that's on Dami's style right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, 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 some DJs, some, some DJs. Yeah, we, we gonna talk about, we we'll talk about that. Some, some DJs ain't got that juice, you know what I mean? We'll we, we talk about that later, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, without further ado, man, I wanna introduce my homie to Nino to the groove, Dami style. Yes, sir, yes, sir, what up, though? What's what up, good, though, man? How are you? How are you? I'm good, man. Thank Happy you, to be thank here. you, thank you for taking the time out, man. man. We early in the morning with it today. Early morning, I'm an early morning <laughs> riser, man. I'll be up at six a.m. But I usually be up at four a.m. So you know. Oh yeah, know. yeah. You be working out on yeah, it. Yeah, early morning grooves. So yeah, right now. But now let's get. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I want to welcome you to uh, Needle to the Groove, man. Um, like I always say, man, um, DJs over rappers, man. You already you know. know. Um, that's the culture. That's the foundation. That's the backbone of this thing that uh, we love called hip hop, man. So here we are, another another episode of Needle to the Groove. Um, I want to jump right into this interview, man. Let's do it. First of all, I want to know why DJing. <laughs> Uh, Out of anything in the hip hop that DJ. we gonna do, why DJing? Uh, my DJing situation was different than everybody else's. Oh, let's uh, talk about it. Uh, I'm interested. Um, as everybody, everybody Columbus know, I was a MC before I was a DJ. Okay. And I was part of the dopest crew ever out of Columbus. Megahertz. Megahertz. <laughs> you know, man. I was going to say Opium Prodigy. Yeah, Opium Prodigy. Was, uh, I was part of Opium Prodigy. I was Opium Prodigy. We was all Megahertz. Uh, you know, it was... Um, so that was like some Wu-Tang shit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, we were the club. Because there was Wu-Tang. different... Yeah, different, different factions and okay, everything. Yeah. yeah. But we was all Megahertz um, together as one unit. So, yeah, we were the Columbus Wu-Tang. Uh, still stomping in these streets, still man, <laughs> forty plus. But yeah, uh, I was the MC. I was the uh, guy who was the confrontational guy. Oh, where? Yeah, I wasn't. You know, I was the guy that's gonna come up there and was gonna freestyle. And I was gonna say something about your clothes, your mama. <laughs> um, I was. Uh, I could say I was. Uh, I was on a common sense type level. Where? Not, not common level. Yeah, common, yeah. common sense level. If y'all listen to common sense, Absolutely. can I borrow a dollar? Can I borrow a dollar? Uh, yeah, I was on, you know, this, you know, this, this just dog a bitch type of all that other stuff. <laughs> I was on, I was on those things, you know. Uh, not, be, you know, it was just, it was just me. But I was the guy that, you know, I was, you know, I've, I've always had that charisma and everything else. Yeah. So um, I was born to be a leader. People followed me, so they still do. I don't know why, but nah, that's dope, do. man. So I just use that as I'm gonna kick it off, and then I, like, I like I always do. People see, I'll come, I'll set it off, and then I'll fall in the background. Yeah, and let everybody else shine. <laughs> that's what I do, man. I'll break down doors, Word. and everybody else shine. So, 
during the, with the with the megahertz, mm-hmm. were you the MC and the DJ or just the MC at first? And yeah, then I, was, I was the MC, right. and then um, I noticed um, I'm always entrepreneurial spirit. You know, like look, we need, you know, we had uh, Faze was there. Uh, who else? We got we had Lock King was there. We had DJs, but then you know, we, I was like, hold on, man, we need equipment, so. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, yeah, got, got, got the equipment. You know, he I mean? was, was outside. He was outside. So, like, let me go ahead and get this equipment so we can have equipment. Like, look, we need equipment. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I got this stuff downstairs. Let me go ahead and DJ. And then, you know, I shoot, I was at that time, I was, uh, I was staying in Gehenna. Yeah, I was staying in Gehenna at that time. It was in G Town. So, um, people realized, like, oh, well, Dami got a. I mean, got the equipment and everything else. You know, everybody used to come through. We used to kick it and everything else. My man, God bless my parents for letting me play the stuff that I played. Uh, you know. Oh but, yeah, you yeah. was on your rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You, back then, oh, what's this early? This early nineties. Early nineties, yeah. So yeah. I was like third man. It was like so. My parents was just like, you know, they made their thing was like keep it in the headphones. We got you know, it was just, so we was out in Gehenna and. Um, my homeboy Juan was like, let's throw a party. I'm like, well, I got all the music. I still, I was a music kid. I had all the music, so. Yeah. And we were like, man, that's the way we can get the chicks. You know what I mean? So the ladies coming to play, like, we want to go, you know, red light down in the basement at his parents' house. <laughs> trying to rub on some booties. House you know, party. House party, so. Wow. Uh, I did that. Then, you know, from there, of course, I did everything in Gehenna. Uh, Vada Gehenna people, you know what I'm saying? We was out there during the most racist time in Gehenna. Oh man, yeah. yeah. That's like, before it was gentrified yeah, with the black yeah, folks. Yeah, 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 we were. <laughs> <laughs> so we was out there doing that, man, and um, it trickled in. So, you know, really DJing for me came more. Out know, of necessity? Not a necessity, more of an entrepreneurial spirit and okay. and trying to fill on, you know, on something soft. Ladies ah. <laughs> like yeah, 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 like, you know, so I was playing the music, so I was getting them right. Like, okay, yeah. if I play, you know, uh, knocking the boots, maybe I, uh, you know. Knock some boots. Yeah, yeah. So it was just, you know. Indeed. Uh, yeah, Indeed. so it wasn't like, it, it wasn't for, uh, you know, it was all about hip-hop, you know. It was like, all right, we need this. Let's get this. I'm, I'm always been that person, you know. Where, where? Now, uh, you you mentioned your parents. Mm-hmm. Did growing up, did they have music in the playing in the house all the time, or is that where you get your like your love for music from from your parents, or? It's just uh, they played it. You know, they played music, but my parents weren't really super music heads. Okay. Uh, it's just something that was in in me. You know, um, they had vinyl. They had all the stuff. You know, it's like everybody, any black family, you know, <laughs> wake up on Saturday. Yeah. That music clean, come on. Clean the crib. Clean the crib. You know, morning before you had to go somewhere. So uh, we definitely did that, man. Uh, but, man, it's the, it's the power of music that came about, you know, during our time, man. Uh, I always credit hip-hop for saving my life. Cause, oh, uh, man. Uh, if I didn't, oh, man, I was... <laughs> Those streets was yeah, calling. Yeah. Streets, streets, you know that, that was like, you know, the, the sad to say that was like our only options. Like, you know, you know, it wasn't our only option, but it was the only thing that we knew. And it was like either you gonna do this, if you, was, you know, we had a, of course, we had a bunch of brainiacs. The same thing, you know. I was always happy to be a nerd. I was never 
I was never shy. Yeah, I was never shy. Yeah, shy. Yeah, never shied away from it. But I also had homies that was in the street. Though they was in. You know, it was like I'll go from being in Canada, then I'll be out in the short north, staying overnight with my, you know, with my homies, and out there with who, who, who were, you know, we grew up together. I'm doing. I always can I credit my parents for this too, man. They kept me grounded. Like, look, all right, you might be out here, but you finna go out and be out there and live with Buki, my homeboy Buki, and everything else. You know, yeah. saying? we out here in the short north, and anybody from Columbus know about S and P. You know, he and you know I. I mean, Bookie, we grew up from eight years old to, you know, teenagers. And it's just like. Yeah, Short North Posse was a real deal it, back then. It was something different. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm just saying. Niggas wrote books about that. Bad books. <laughs> they, they, they changed the whole scene in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, so. It ain't the Short North that you it, know now. No, it definitely ain't that. It ain't the same Short North. So, uh, it's just. Man, it, I'm just. I'm just my parents, I can't credit my parents enough. For having me be well rounded, because you know you can easily get caught up somewhere and then yeah. not know what's going on. So from the block to the boardroom, absolutely. Yeah. So you you said they wasn't really like into music like that. Who was your your biggest influence besides like was there a family member that was your biggest influence as far as music or cousins or is just the homies? Just man, just the <laughs> homies and the cousins and yeah. then and then hip hop man. Just hip hop yeah. is just like when. You know, the first time you hear of something that speaks to you. That's mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, I know the first album I got with my own money was Bigger and Deffer. Oh, shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the real goats that we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other thing. We have that argument all the time. All the time. Cats forget about LL. You know what I mean? We forget about him. But, uh, yeah, I got that album, man, and this talking about something that's, you know, talked to me and spoke to me. It's like, wow, what's this? Yeah. Because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm originally from Nashville, so. Oh, I'm yeah, there. yeah. So, so yeah. I, when I was a kid, you know, it was, it was of course, blues and R&B, gospel. Uh, you know, I heard all that. I'm You know, I'm on Tennessee State campus with my parents and everything else. Yeah. So I'm seeing all the Greek life and all everything else. We in the projects. And you know, it's still Nashville, so it's country music, country, country, like country music USA. <laughs> so I'm hearing all that too. So when I when I first heard some hip hop stuff, I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. And I realized what it was. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I need to, I need more of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you remember the first piece of vinyl that you got? First piece of vinyl. Uh, God. Uh, like either you know you you bought it from the store or you seen somebody or yeah, somebody gave it to you or first joint well the first tape I bought was the LL joint yeah. I bought that on cassette tape vinyl um I think it was Slick Rick I think it was Children's Story oh classic the same thing and then I you know <laughs> um I got more into it, but then yeah, uh, yeah, it was it had to be Slick Race Children's Story was one of the first joints that I got. Because I know you know our air as far as like we were more the CD air, mm. tape air, and then the CD yeah, air. Yeah. Our air really didn't buy vinyl. Then we went back and bought vinyl. Mm-hmm. And went back and started uh, digging in the crates and the stuff like that. But I know it was a lot of tape and CDs. Um, when you did start DJing. 
were you using other people's records or how was y'all getting nah, records? It was a good man. It's like, you know me and balls to the wall, man. Soon as soon as we got to it, was like, all right, we need to get vinyl. And a couple and a couple of the homies like shoot um <laughs> Drew. Yeah. I don't remember when Drew started up. Uh we all started around the same time, man. So, you know, we got to Drew. Yeah, we all uh man, I remember like, yeah, I remember when City was DJing. Where? Yeah, City, uh, City's old though. His old ass. Man. That's my dude. That's my brother. Uh, he was DJing uh, at the Elephant Bar and everything else out there, man. Um, but uh, yeah, we, you, sometimes you would band up with the homies. But the thing was, man, with the vinyl, what made vinyl so dope is if you had it, everybody else might not have it. Yeah. So it's just like. We had to go dig, so that that was more of the hunt, like you know, more you know, that was the, uh, the calling card where you know I was like, oh yeah, I got this. You don't have this. Where'd you get that at? Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. I got it. You don't have it, and you know, you wanted those exclusives when you had exclusives back then. You had exclusives because they only printed up so much. Facts. Now, when you went to go dig, like where was the where where was your store choice in Columbus? First thing, man, it's always the us. It's Groove Shack. Groove Shack. Groove Shack. See, I, I my by the time I moved to Columbus, uh, the Groove Shack era was oh, about yeah. the end, and I didn't really know nobody, so I didn't get into that. Mm-hmm. But I always heard stories about that. But yeah, Groove Shack. Groove Shack was, Shack a, was the mecca. You know, Groove Shack was our uh, rock and soul. Groove Shack was the our tunnel where we. I remember um, they had the shows where we were. Now we were. I mean, we were local celebrities. They had the shows that was on the uh, public. Uh, oh, public access channel where they had the show. <laughs> and we were up there rapping. So I remember literally going down the street. Hey, that's the kid. Blah 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 blah. So. <laughs> And, you know, like, he's the, he's the one that said that about blah, blah, blah. So, and, and they, you know, if y'all ever, you're from Columbus, look at the Groove Shack uh, documentary. You'll see Camus, that's my brother, God rest, rest, in, soul, rest in peace. Uh, you see Copy. It was Sorry, funny. Copy. Yeah, yeah, Copy, man. He's still doing his thing. He just released a new album. Yeah. Christmas thing, he do it. He's copy. Copy is like copy, copy has always been copy. copy yeah, no matter what. Uh, copyright. Everybody, but you'll see me in the background at Groove Shack while they doing that. And we, we you know, we was on some, we was on some bullshit. We was yeah. always on some bullshit. Oh, and shout out to my man Jurassic for letting us pull off the bullshit and everything else. <laughs> we was on some bullshit. We'll be there like, oh, I'm so. You know, we be trying trying jack records, man. We was on <laughs> we was on some crazy shit, man. And, and, uh, they knew it. And, and they, you know, Drashy knew, and you know, he never said that we pay pay more money. You no, know, but we was just young, dumb, man. Yeah, you see me, you actually see me in the background, just looking at records and stuff. It's it's crazy <laughs> through the stuff, man. And like. Camus had my jacket on and Copy had my shirt on. Like I said, we were all real. Like, when it come to brothers, we were just brothers, man. Yeah. Like, Those yeah. was the days, man. Yeah, so yeah, between Groove Shack, Singing Dog, um, my man Nasty Nate and Singing Dog kept everybody fired up, uh, you know, you know, with the records. Precious Soul, um, uh, Magnolia Thunder Pussy, you know, we was there grabbing records. Man. Colleen's Collectibles. We was everywhere, man, just, just digging, man. That was the whole thing. And then I was, you know, me, I always leave the city, so I used to be like Gym City Records. I was doing things. I used to be in Detroit, grabbing joints, I used to do all stuff, man, because that's the whole thing. You go somewhere else, you grab something. I remember I had Who You With, 
and nobody in this city knew what the hell who you it was. And I played in there. Yeah, yeah, and I was killing that, man. And then <laughs> I was killing certain things, you know, like the Plastic Dreams from JD. Ooh. And everybody like, oh, he don't want to go to line dance. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then nobody knew it was, you know, nobody knew it was Dilla, you know. Everybody, wow, yeah. nobody did know it was Dilla. Dilla. Until recently, everybody figured out, oh, that was J.D. Yeah, J.D. was, when he yeah, did his house, you know, yeah. he did his, you know, his um, house music stuff. He did it on the J.D. He didn't do it on the Dilla. Word. Yeah, so it's just things like that. Where is your, out, out, outside of Columbus, where is your favorite record store? Favorite record store, man. So many, man. Anywhere, man. Anywhere in Detroit, you know. I love Detroit. Oh uh, yeah, you Detroit definitely, you definitely. What up, though? What up, though? Yeah, you know, that's my, my second home. Anywhere in Detroit, man. Um, digging in Detroit is fun because uh, they have so so many classics. You know, so many classics, and I mean. So we ain't even got to talk about the Motown yeah, history and yeah, the music. So much music went to Detroit. You find so many things that people, because everybody in Detroit is a music person. Everybody loves music in Detroit, and they was all talented, man. Just mm-hmm. all the talent that came out of Motown alone, and then you know the MCs from the street MCs mm-hmm. to the lyricals to the insane clown posse type, like you yeah. know, like uh, man, yeah. Yeah, so Detroit's one of my favorite places. I also like digging in uh, Philly. Philly's a good place. When I'm with Philly, I love digging there. Uh, well, anywhere, man, Nashville, anywhere, there's, anywhere where there's like a music scene, it's always fun digging because you're always gonna find something. Like, man, I never knew this was on vinyl, and you'll find it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the first party that you rocked? First one was at the Gahanna. Yeah, I remember that. It was like like yesterday. You know what I mean, I mean, <laughs> we was all in there. Shout to G Town, everybody from G Town, man. We was in there deep in my man Juan's basement, man. And shout out to Juan's parents for letting us go down there and playing the loud music again. But yeah, that was that's you know that's the one that started. You know, like okay, I can DJ the party too. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but uh, yeah, I remember that man. But um. Yeah, that was, like I said, the red light. I got two tape decks. I'm pressing the buttons on the tape decks, trying to get everything coordinated, listen to one, doing all this other stuff, man. It was it was crazy. <laughs> two tape decks. <laughs> two tape uh, decks. Uh, we had one record player, and we had, a, we had a CD player, but that's when CD players were huge as fuck. You know, he was big, Real big. Yeah, so he had Juan's dad let us use a CD player, so he was doing that, man. We had it all rigged through a... Um, down through a receiver, you know. I didn't even have a. I didn't even have a mix at that point. Uh, you know, so you the, listening like, yeah, 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 all right, boom, 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 like, boom, boom, yeah, it was. It's still this. It's still sounding better than ninety five percent of these niggas today. These cats today, yeah. So let let's, let's get into it, man. Okay. Um, I because I feel like there's categories of DJs, and um, you would know more than me since mm-hmm. you've been on the scene for over twenty years. I feel like, all right, there's people that can do the battle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then there's people that can do like a club. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that can do like radio. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you can do all three very well? Uh, you know, the funny thing is, I don't consider it. And I've been, and people hate me when I say this, I never consider myself a DJ. I don't get it. I've never been 
So if, if, ever, if anybody ever knows me, I never say DJ Dami style. Yeah, no. That's why at the beginning I just said Dami style. I yeah, just yeah, say yeah. DJ it's Dami always Dami Dami styles or Dami huge deal style. Yeah. If somebody puts <laughs> the girl knows me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge deal actually girl. She knows. <laughs> uh, but nah, if, the only reason why I, I've always seen myself more as a brand. Okay, um, that makes sense. Because um, I'm just DJing. To me, if you put DJ in front of your name, it means a lot to it me. It does. It does. It means a lot to me. Now, I can go rock and do anything. You know me. I can go to any crowd. Yeah, I've seen you do rock, it all. So. And, and be more, no, the most nonchalant. Everybody be like, what the hell is wrong with Dobby? Dobby ain't getting pumped. If I get pumped, you know, I can I can, I can, can do the call and response shit. I can... I can mix. I can, I can. Nobody can blend better than me. I don't give a fuck. Nobody can blend. Talk good shit. But everybody, 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 everybody knows that. <laughs> if, if I sit down and get some blend, everybody knows. It comes. Everybody knows when it comes down to it. I'm not scared of rocking before somebody, after somebody. It got my style. It's gonna be good. I'm gonna. I can adapt and do any any party. It is what it is. Um. But yeah, the blending. I used to do the battle stuff, all the stuff. I can do uh, everything across the board. You said it, I can do it. It's just the DJ. When you put a DJ in front of your name, it has to mean something. I, I agree, and I want to get back to you on that. But mm -hmm. like you know, I've been practicing whatever, and you know they'd be like DJ Trap. No, no, I'm Trap Dave. Uh, yeah. DJing is something I just love mm -hmm. and I love the culture and I love the art of it but no because mm -hmm. I feel like that's a prestigious title to have mm -hmm. to carry you know what I'm saying right. and I'm not that good yet to be like I'm a DJ right. like, I don't I don't consider myself being, being good either really? I'm just I'm just I'm just a dope mm -hmm. party rock I can rock a party <laughs> I know what people want it is you know it is what it is but people say oh, I'm you dope and okay I'm dope but so yeah. the DJing, it's just like all right, like you know, like the, the homies, like you know, with with crate, and you know, with bug and everybody else, you know, they were, you know, they they practice. I'm not saying I don't practice, yeah, you know, what I'm saying, but you know, say where it's just like, it like I watch crate, yeah, 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 really yeah, you know, there's people, you know, yeah, he's technical, you know, what I'm saying, super technical. technical. Bug is Bug is techno. O is techno sometimes, but O is O. Is, o, is o. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. O's Uncle Phil. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Definitely. Uncle Phil. So you know it's uh, you know Rich. Everybody. Yeah, you know Jamie coming up. Everybody. Everybody who's doing their thing. Beat all the homies. Raws. Yeah. Uh, you know I just don't like using the DJ title. It's just. It's just. I mean, I see it as something. It's like I see it as something different. You Do know? you feel like it puts you in a box and takes it, you? It, it might put. It, it could be that too, because you know I'm the I'm the I'm Mr. Mr. Huge Deal. Huge Deal comes from I. I'm the one who's gonna make the business transaction happen. I don't have to. I'm not the person. I don't have to be at the end. Yeah. I don't have to be seen. People, <laughs> hey, people, look at me. Yeah, you don't people, need none of that. People hate <laughs> and people hate because a lot of people come. Like Reed is a perfect example. Tommy, you ain't coming to record these redo. You ain't doing the redo. It's your party. It's that other. I'm like, man. I'll cut. Yeah, I'll cut. If you ever see me at a redo, I'm probably gonna be the first person on. <laughs> I'm gonna rock my stuff. You're like, Tommy, I miss your set. Yeah, you wanna hear in the beginning? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if they need me to go at the end, I can go at the end too. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, let everybody else shine. 
I'm about to see what's going on to just take it off. So I'm going to go lock it in another deal or I'm going to come in, say hi, then I'm on my way to another gig. Mm-hmm. Everything is like this. It's just me. I'm just all about business. Let's get this business together. I don't care about being in front of everybody. Yeah. People, people in front of you don't make you, the money. And you need people like that on your team because mm-hmm. some people want to be the star, but you mm-hmm. need the business acumen and mm-hmm. you know the business mind to make to make shit happen for real, yeah, for real. Because I'm, I'm, I'm already a star. I don't have to worry about that. I'm a legend. Talk so, about it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, you said that you're the best in blending. So, do you think blending is more important than scratching? No, I think it all it's all interchangeable. But blending, you know, you can you you can out scratch a party if you I'll put this away so you can you can be scratching over everything else and you can kill the whole kill the whole vibe <laughs> the whole vibe of the party um, blend wise and mixing wise if you do that on point you'll be good the whole way it's just something uh, but yeah scratching and scratching if you're not great at it you'll kill the whole vibe of the party we've all been to parties and like what the fuck is, what the fuck is he doing <laughs> You know, yeah. they're like, oh my God, did you really? Do? Why is he scratching over dear mama? You know what I mean? Like, what is going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know, man, that, that just sounds hilarious. Yeah. Like, nigga, it's dear mama. It's dear mama, man. There's not any scratches right here. Yeah, no, we don't need this. You know, blend, blend something in. Yeah. Um, what's your what's your style? Do you do you have a um? A particular style, dude. Like, what's your, what's your favorite genre of music to play? My I guess. favorite genre of music to play. Um, it's gonna be. Of course, I want you know. With us, it's always gonna be the golden era. Yeah, absolutely. The golden era of, of hip hop for us. Yeah, you know the. 88, 94, yeah, yeah, 94 <laughs> all that time to the, to the beginning of the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite genre is either house, soul house, mm. soulful house, or uh, or you know me with the, the the shake music man. I was always I was always the person. That's one thing with makers. They they like man. Why do you love? The, I'm like why don't why don't you love Luke? Get everybody <laughs> yeah, else yeah, in two like man. Why, why don't you love? Why don't you love this stuff? You see what you see what, what it do. You see what it do. Like why why don't you love it? You know what I mean? So ladies want to dance. They want to dance. So yeah, that that might really be my favorite part because it's just the the energy that it brings. Yeah. yeah. And I never really realized that energy till when I went to Wilberforce and um Talk about it. Yeah, we were there um freshman week. And you know, you know, of course we freshman week, we young, eighteen, I'm seventeen. You know, we there looking looking at things, seeing things, we're looking at people, we're like to so the first party, uh, we're gonna show out, we're gonna do our thing, you know, I'm outside, I'm still outside battling people, we doing all this other stuff. We so we making our mark. Party come on. Music is going. DJ, he was all right. He's kind of trash, but uh, he was, yeah, right. yeah. was kind of trash. But it was cool, you know. My home and my roommate, he was MC. Um, uh, Malcolm, man, he and he he's still dope to this day. Um, he's in Hawaii right now, but uh, he uh, we sitting there, we talking. He's like, man, yeah, I'm MC. Blah blah blah. Well, I got my equipment. Oh shoot, we can bring it to the room. So we you know let him out. A week or so later, we went and got the equipment. But this music come on. 
and I had never heard Detroit house music. Facts, because it wasn't in Ohio like that. No, no, percolator, none of that stuff was here, none of that. And, you know, and it was like, so we hear percolator, then that's Chicago. So I'm like, what is this? And I see everybody from Chicago and Detroit going crazy. Go nuts. And it's like you in that environment, like, what is this? So then from there, I'm here, and then he played, there's some hoes in this house. Oh, there's some whores in this house. <laughs> so, so I'm like, what is this? And then it goes straight to Detroit. You know, if you ride in my truck, bitch, we gonna, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I'm like, this is the most derogatory stuff I've heard it. You know what I'm saying? I've heard the Luke stuff, you know, he played that stuff, but he go to this, I'm like, what is this? And then I seen the reaction of the crowd and the lady like people just pushing up against the wall. And going crazy. And going crazy. Because they wouldn't even call it twerking back then. Yeah, they call it twerking, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, this is bananas. I gotta get this music. Where is it? Where is it at? Where is it at? Yes. Chicago. That's from Detroit. You gotta go up there. Make somebody. Make sure somebody go with you. Everything else. So that energy right there, it, it showed me a whole different element. And I came when I came back. You know, to come like man, we gotta play this. Part, you know, because I was a hip hop head. We were hip hop heads, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, man, no, you can't play Luke. Luke is not hip hop. This, that, never. I still played it, <laughs> but it was like, all right. But then I, then I got it. At that point, I you got, got it. You gotta be. In the element, and I, I'm, you know, we from the same area, so I was backpacked the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, you already know, Columbia's everything, yeah, else, man, Carhartt, yeah, Carhartt, we do all that. So when you when you get immersed in, in those areas, and you know, in that environment where, oh, I see why it worked. Even with me with down south music, mm-hmm. it took it took me a minute because you know I'm anti, I know them like, and then once I get around people that really live that life and mm-hmm. it really resonates to them, I'm like. I get it. Yeah, you like you like get it. Yeah, man. And that's the I tell I tell all these cats, man. Anybody can be a king at home. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and, and not, I'm not doubting anybody. I know a lot of people who feel comfortable just staying here, but not many people travel as much as I have to yeah. DJ and everything else. When you travel, you get to see what it really is. Yeah, because. As much as like even even today with you know all the streaming services, as much as like music is across the board now, it's still nothing like hearing a uh, uh, a record that's popping in Alabama in Alabama mm-hmm. and watching the whole everybody from there go crazy, crazy. or something that's popping in Dallas mm-hmm. that you know here might be like ah, but you get down there and it's out of here yeah it's out of here you be like man this is oh I get it yes I get it you get that reaction so yeah man this that that that, uh, Detroit Shake Chicago House Detroit House man ain't ain't nothing like it yeah seeing that man and seeing it you know this it just changed my whole aspect about music and life right then and there yeah. It might have been on some other stuff, but at the same time, I'm like, I oh, get absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely. I get it. You know, so I, oh, I get it. Like, like all right, stop being Mr. And that's, that's a beautiful thing with yeah. music once you, once you see it mm-hmm. and you get it. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. Now, um, I'm going to keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you don't never disrespect nobody, but you know to be like, yeah, yeah, niggas is whack. Mm-hmm. Like, can you go to a club... And not judge a DJ. 
No. Can you just you can no, that no, environment? No, 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 none of us can. Um, <laughs> and, and I, yeah, I, I yeah. asked everybody yeah, that I interviewed that question. Said somebody says that they're lying. It's like it's your it's your, it's your profession. You know, like it's your profession. If it's something that you do and you love, no matter what, when you go to a club, like like if I go to a club and you know, Crace uh, dig, Crace gonna be DJing. I know what I'm gonna get. Yeah, it's gonna be solid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything's gonna be solid. I don't go out to spots. If I don't know who the DJ is <laughs> and everything else, and then if it happens to be a DJ there, then I'm like, oh my god, because it, it'll, it'll start bothering you. you know, it's like it will bother you if you if you love music. If you're a music person, it bothers you. Even the crowd, the crowd knows when somebody's is trash. Yeah, and it's like, wow, whoa, like then it's like, man, it it, it's, it really hurts you. But yeah, it, yeah, it can't go out, and then. Me being who I am, and and I, there's another reason why I don't. I'm not. I'm not the closer. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the highlight. I don't want to be a headline guy. I will do it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But I don't want people to be like, hey, you know, it happens. Hey, there's your dummy, and we in the club, and the dude's trash. Like, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should be up there DJ right now. Nobody want to hear that. Like, man. Like, nah. I'm here to. I'm here to have a drink. And kick it like you, get some food, with my wife and I go, yeah, kick it a little bit. Hey, but I can't DJ all the time. And that's the worst thing was you come up to a DJ like that. Man. And everybody look at you like, man, Dommy here, man. Maybe maybe you coming on next. Or this, that, and the other. Like, man, get the gun do the chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've been DJing 30, damn, 33 years. But yeah, years, I know I've been DJing for a minute, but man, come on, man. Dog, like, nah, that is super funny because I've definitely been in the spot where you walked in and everybody like, you next, you you can know, like, and you and you like, I'm chilling, like, cause if to know you know, like you said, your demeanor is so cool, so you'd be like, you speak to everybody, but it's like, bro, like, I'm not here for this right now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here for this right now. Now, um, radio, how? Uh. When when you got into radio, was it a was it a goal or was it a uh, something that you always thought about? Like y'all want to be on the radio, like Hot ninety seven or anything like that? Or nah, was it- I never wanted to be on the radio. Wait, never wanted to be on the radio. I was, I was I'm from Megahertz. I'm from I'm an underground kid, man. Yeah. Anti radio, you know. But it's like <laughs> you know, I'm still the same guy. I still fight the establishment, fight the power, man. Like like like. I know the radio thing, man. Where we play stuff over and over again. You know, it's a, it's a machine. It's about money. It's not about. Uh, it's not about. Uh, yeah, it's not about the, the culture. Music. It's not about the music. <laughs> yeah, it's not about the culture. And I've always been about the culture. Yeah. So, uh, but when the opportunity presented itself, um, especially you know in Detroit, I was doing stuff in Detroit, which was cool. Yeah. Um, Cause you can, you can, in Detroit, I little, feel like there's more diversity yeah. as far as music goes. Yeah, it's more diversity, and then um, they don't um, hold your hand as much as they do here in Columbus. Yeah, because uh, it's a bigger market, so you can it's easier to um, break and go to a PD and be like, "Look, man, this is some of the hottest stuff in the street. Can we play it?" And you know, and, and well, Detroit's Detroit. It's Motown, so they support. 
They yeah. people. They support their people. They actually, you know, somebody come up to you. Oh man, I got. Oh man, I got here. Let me get your album, man. I want the first one. We first one to get it. Um, but yeah, the, the reason why I really did it in Columbus was, and and, and they would call me. Hey, man, I want. I didn't want nobody to mess it up. Mm-hmm. And then not to not to be funny. And this is like, if you want to take it a jab, it can be a jab. Nah, I, but we hadn't had a mix show in Columbus locally in so long. And I wanted to make sure that, you know, uh, when uh, Bink, my, you know, my homie Bink offered it to me and uh, and Gio, uh, shout out to Gio. Shout out to Gio. You gotta talk to Gio, you gotta ask him about uh, <laughs> how we how we hazed him into the, uh, how, how, how I hazed him into DJ when he was a kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had him in the obvious when he was like 14. Yeah, Gio's supposed to. He was yeah. supposed to do my show, but uh, yeah, he traveled. He right traveled. Now. He traveled yeah. a little bit too yeah, much. Yeah, Gio. <laughs> I think he's in L.A. right now. Shout out to Gio, man. Yeah. One of my young, one of the young homies doing real big. Yeah, cats don't even realize how big Gio's doing it. Yeah, man. Gio's out of here. Yeah, he's out of. Here. <laughs> he's been out of here, and the cats don't even realize it. Been out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this. Um, I didn't want to catch to mess it up, and you know, so I was like, all right, Bing, I'll do this. Uh, you know, uh, some of the homies close to me, you know, like called me Jackie Robinson because I was, you know, kind of the Jackie Robinson situation where you had Satchel Paige and you had, you know, Josh Gibson. And if they would have came in first, it would have messed up everything else. You had to have the person with the right demeanor who would go in there and make sure everything make sure was right. And then now, <laughs> now, you know, here's the floodgates for everybody else to do their thing. So it's kind of that situation. That's, yeah. And calling Mr. 42 or whatever else. And and when I when I do think about it, yeah. Because I never really thought about it. Like, you really walked through that door. So especially for for us. Mm-hmm. Like, our air. Like, because they was... We didn't... I didn't know none of them. I didn't know nobody at the station until right. you really got there. And that's a... Not saying it's a shame, but I at least should have known somebody where I could have had those conversations. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, you was the first person I remember, like, Tommy at the station, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. at least we can talk to him. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? At least we can get to him with this music shit, even with the el- from the elevator days. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about, you know, the era that you came up in? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we buy records. How do you feel about the streaming shit? Like, you cool with DJs just, you know, buying title and never having no vinyl, never having no CDs, never having no tapes, and just using streaming services to DJ? Uh, no, I have no problem with it. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, but if uh, they stop right you know, with all this stuff, man, we all slaves to these computers and everything else. If, if your computer go down... <laughs> it's, over it's over with. It's over with. It's a wrap. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the... That's the beauty of vinyl, man. And, uh... And I'm glad the resurgence of vinyl is coming back. You know, um, our, our part of the redo is a major. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great thing. Um, you know, I have my you know I have my qualms with it sometimes. It's just well, everything. Me, yeah, that's nothing to me with everything. I'm always, I always want progression. I can't, I can't stay, I can't stay in the same place. It's just me. Um, but I love the the feel of the redo um, that it brings to everybody. And it's nothing better. If you ever go to a redo in Columbus here, 
It's nothing better than when the record skips. Oh man! Or you you can hear it. You hear you hear, you hear, you hear the hiss. You hear the pop. Crackles, man. You hear all that stuff, and you hear the hum, and you know. And, and, I just, and it's funny, you know, all the older DJs, we sit there and we laugh about it because we remember being in the club and... That shit happened in real time. real time, so that's the best part. And we've, we've had DJs, even redo when we had computers and stuff, we have DJs retire because they couldn't take that pressure. That's pressure. It is. Yeah. There's nothing worse than DJing in a room full of DJs. There's <laughs> nothing worse. Like even me. Like you know, I always like my my like all my OGs are DJs. That's how I always always you know around my old mm-hmm. you you know what I'm saying. Like and now that I'm practicing, I even have a bigger respect. Cause bro, it could be three people in my house, and I'm DJing the four. And if I don't get the reaction that I want, yeah, just with three people here, and I'm like, I can imagine of being in a in a redo room full of DJs and everybody on the corner like looking mm-hmm. at you, like, what you gonna do now? What you gonna do now? Yeah, <laughs> that, that 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 pressure, man. And I remember we used to do it all the time, man. Especially when a new DJ came through. I can't wait till you get on vinyl so we can do it to you. But uh, we gonna have the uh, we gonna uh, when we used to lean on everybody. We're like, what's up, guys? They first time. Oh, over they showed. Yeah, they showed. You gotta watch them. I don't. I don't know if they. I don't know if you do it no more because it's all pretty much vets doing it. Uh, yeah. But when you used to sit there, it was your first time. You got You got. I don't know if you got IQ on here. You got to ask IQ. Yeah. yeah, first time he, he did. You know, he Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, Hollywood Q, Hollywood Q. But we'll get him over here. But yeah. uh, first time, the first time IQ did it, and he bombed. And but we, we we was on him, and you know we we knew what he knew what he had. And but the next time he came, he was ready. He was ready, you know. <laughs> but we we was we literally leaned on him. When we leaned on you, we would sit there right over your shoulder. All of us right just looking at you. You just feel eyes on the back of your neck and on your equipment, on your arms. It's like a rite of passage, you know. We like, uh, you know, it's like a, it's just a fraternity to get into this, man. It's like a DJ fraternity, man. And um, like with, with the Alliance DJs, a lot of cats want to like, how do we join the Alliance? Like, first thing you're going to have to do, you got to get a set of tables, a set of twelves. Yeah, uh, that's the first thing we say because once you learn these twelves, everything else is easy, and you don't have to worry about nothing else. If something goes wrong on the twelves, it's not gonna forgive. No forgiving, <laughs> no forgiving. But once you get that down pack, no matter what type of controller or situation you come into after that, you'll be good. So, so. what is your wep- weapon of choice? If you, I understand, you know, it's easier with the controllers nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's easier packing up. But what is your like? Weapon of choice. Always be twelves. Always be twelves. Always be twelves. I've rocked on everything, but nothing. It's just the twelves and the vinyl field. There's there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And so yeah, it's always be twelves. Twelve, you know, two turntables and a mixer. Twelve hundreds and a mixer. That's all I need. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Right. Yeah. Um. Now. Be your your foundation that was an MC and then mm-hmm. you turned into a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever produce? Uh, well, yeah, well, you know, I know that's a loaded question. I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, I got my production team, man, in, in Detroit, man. I mean, J, uh, JR, man. Shout out to JR. Yeah, that's my man. brother, man. <laughs> uh, man uh, 
done production. We did, we we've done production and everything together. We all we actually re- released something that was ahead of its time. It was still it was twenty it was still years. Still classic. <laughs> like, if you reissued it, which I think y'all should. Like, I think it will resonate so much now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to JR, man. Yeah, yeah. We, um, I don't even know where we can find it. I got a master copy somewhere. But, uh, yeah, it's called um, Motown Revival. Motown Revival, man. We did it. Uh, was it the 50-year anniversary of Motown? Yeah. And we did it the year, 50-year. We, when, we, when, we, when Trav and I say that I'm always too far ahead of the game, I'm like... That was one of the reasons we, we actually we redid uh ten Motown songs. Man. Currently. Yeah, and it was um look it up online, I'm sure you can find it. It's it was phenomenal. You might have to re release it. I'm telling you, re release it. What it you, you there's no rules where you can't. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody gonna be like, you shouldn't do that. It ain't like y'all that project was amazing and you know I was. I'm happy that I yeah, it, I introduced you it, to Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to introduce me to Jr. <laughs> that was man. my guy, so, yeah, man. man. And, uh, yeah. Me and Jr. Are still close to this day, man. Yes. And, uh, Shout we, out to his beautiful family. Yeah, man. We just kicked, we was just talking the other day, man. And uh, I'm gonna talk to him. We're gonna uh, re-release it, man, because yeah, it was way before his time. And we, we, you know, and then, you know how everybody's flipping '90s tracks now. We were flipping the '90s tracks back then and doing everything else. Yeah. Um, the reason why I asked that question mm-hmm. is I have a theory um, that DJs make the best producers. Period. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even if you go back to Dre, you can go back to Premier, mm-hmm. you can go Just Blaze, you can... Uh, Little John. Get, absolutely. <laughs> you, can go, you can go back to... Um, it, there's tons of other yeah, people. Pete Rock. Pete Rock. Uh, I just feel like DJs make the best producers. Um, I feel like because y'all hear something mm-hmm. as a DJ, you know what the what the what the crowd wants. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. You know because y'all read the room better probably than anybody. You know what I'm saying? besides like drug dealers that walk in the club. Right. <laughs> but y'all read the room, so y'all know like okay. I know, ooh, I know 100 BPMs work on mm-hmm. this, for this record. That'd be crazy. Or I know that if we slow it down because they want to, you know, they just want to bop at 85 BPMs or 76 BPMs. Like, I always felt like uh, DJs uh, make the best producers. You agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you do you ever feel like the need to uh, put out like another project like uh, like an album for you nowadays or it's just like everybody's been asking me to um, I know I could do it I just gotta you know the right people uh, I, you know I'm always a team person right, so, right, yeah right. I wanna uh, you know I had to holler at JR, see where he at. Gotta holler at, you know, AU, see where he at. Gotta, you know, I gotta holler at, you know. Yeah. Rashad, see where he at. Gotta holler at Copy, see where, you know, I gotta holler at my people. And, um, you know, holler at Raw, see where he at. Uh, it's just about, it's about, but when, I, when you release something, it is, with me, it has to be meaningful and it has to resonate with the culture. Word. Yeah. Um, 
I always wanted to ask you about this, mm-hmm. and it used to be super funny, man. When I used to get your your blend CDs back in the day, uh-huh. this damn Dommy Styles drop. Oh, Dommy Styles, yeah. <laughs> Who did that drop, <laughs> man? My man, I I swear to you, like me and Libby used to drive around, and I'd be listening. This is back when we still had CDs in the car. And she should just say that drop randomly, like, Tommy Styles, yeah. I used to crying, man. Yeah, uh, really, the drop is really a, like a, it's an old ringtone. Really? It was a ringtone, ring yeah. And it was yeah. like, it's really, uh, if I had it, I would, uh, I, matter of fact, I'll send it to you, you know, when you do the post-production, you can put yeah. it in. But it's like, uh, Tommy Styles, yeah, Tommy Styles. Yeah, like a whole thing. <laughs> so when my phone used to ring, that used to be my ringtone. <laughs> so it's always, always stuff like that. I always do things like, like right now, uh, I've always been a branding person. Yeah. So um, that came one drunken night. Uh, we uh, we figured out on some old Verizon phones how to make custom ringtones. Oh, shit. So it was me. Uh, it was me, my homie Big Mo, and Rotorillas. <laughs> so that's Rotorilla's doing that. <laughs> yeah, I would have never yeah. guessed in a million years that was Rotorilla. Yeah, so oh. Rotorilla. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's Rotorilla. And I did, uh, I did, and I actually did a ring, I did a ringtone for Ro. That is hilarious, um, bro. I, got, I forget what Rotorilla, uh, because uh, Ro, Rose was just as funny. And we were like this, so we used to go around because of ringtone. Um, I kind of asked bro what his was, but uh, yeah, well, he did mine. He did mine. Uh, my ringtone. I did his ringtone, and that's where it came from. Word. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna ask you this. No order, uh-huh. um, but you know I gotta do it. Um, no interview is right without asking. What's your top five DJs? Any genre across the board. No order. No order. Um, ice. I, I, I want Ice on the show so bad. <laughs> ice, uh, Ice Jeff. Shout out um, to Jeff. Me. Talk about it. Me, me. Absolutely. And, uh, 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 I'm trying to think. That's three. Oh, man. People just give me their uh, scratch. Shout out to Scratch, one of the best. I mean, all my contemporaries, man. Um, no bug, crate, all the homies. Yeah. Um, we all, you know, we got our own fraternity here. Y'all know that. Uh, I think somebody. Uh, I love what um, what uh, what A Track is. A Track. A Track uh, is is one of my favorites too. Yeah. Um, Shoot, um, for guys, is the cat that passed away. He's skipping my mind, man. Rock Raider, Rock Raider. Oh yeah, Rock Raider, man. Mister Sinister. Oh man, uh, Scratch Pickles, yeah, X Men, X Men. I remember uh, we were at Boma. Boomer and I were rocking. We were rocking. We had the four tables. We were rocking and everything else. Uh, I'm not sure what, it might have been the J Electronica concert. And I was there. Uh, but Rock Raider was there. 
Oh shit! And we didn't know. You know, you know, you know we just rocking, doing what we doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, it had to be. It had to be the. It might not have been, but it was either J Electronic. It was one of the things we were doing, but we were rocking. You know, just doing what we do. Because a lot of cats can't rock with another DJ. You know, just yeah. That that takes a time by itself. Uh, and he came up like, man. Y'all are killing it, man. Y'all doing your thing. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, thanks, man. Blah, blah, blah. man. He's like, man, yeah, man. I was in town for... It had to be that, because I think he was in town for... Because uh, uh, when we had the J Electronics concert, uh, Prince Paul was here. Yeah, I met Prince Paul. I yeah, got a picture with yeah, Rawls yeah, and Prince Paul. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he was... Yeah, he had to, had to be that night. Because, yep. Because the Earthquake was in town the same night. So all these people ended up coming to the J Electronics concert. It was like the last concert he had ever. For like twenty years before yeah. he came back out, yeah, uh, we got lucky with that. But he came up and like, man, and I'll never forget. He's like, yeah, man, I was, y'all came along. Like, Thanks, man. He's like, I'm like, where are you from? Blah blah blah. Like, man, some uh, rock radio. Blah blah blah. I'm like, rock radio. Like, oh shit, what's going on, man? <laughs> and hey, man, he was like, oh, what's up, man? He's like, yeah, man, y'all killing it, man. You keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing it for the culture. Man. I appreciate it, man. Like before you go, let's get. But you know, I didn't have my camera. Like, man, after we done, but we didn't link up. But then after that, he passed away a little yeah. bit right after that. Yeah. Damn, Rock I did not know Rock Rainer was there. Rock Rock I definitely Rock got a picture with Prince Paul and uh, Jay Rawls. And um, I know Dion Rashad had pictures with Jay Electronica. Mm-hmm. JR came down. Mm-hmm. JR came down for that. JR yeah. came down, yep. Yeah, so yeah, Rock Man, all them, man. Um, yeah, man. It's a lot of phenomenal DJs out there, man. There's a lot of them. Yeah, but yeah. Top of the list, man, though, like I said, it's always going to be, man. Not just because he's my brother and I can give him a call. It's going to be Ice. Ice. It's going to be Ice. Mixmaster Ice, ice. legend. Man. Um, and we don't even talk about Ice. Like, when we talk about stuff, it's like, Ice is here. I'll never forget. Uh, were you at my 40th birthday party? Probably. And uh, the one we did it, uh, it was like a, we did a redo. Yep. And Ice went, had never touched vinyl. This is a true story. And who, who was there? Um... Oh my God! Was that Ted's Ted's Moves? Yeah, Ted's moves there. Straight face, you remember? Yeah, Ted was there, <laughs> yeah. and Ted, you know, afterwards, Ted really didn't want to rock. Yeah, after, after I, Ice hadn't touched vinyl in what he said twelve years. Yeah, he does, and he's like, "I'm gonna do this for your party, Dobby. I'm gonna bring it." He just brought a whole bunch of vinyl. He brought, he had an hour set. He had to at least bring two hundred pieces of vinyl. Yeah, and he went and, crazy, and he went. He, he got on the vinyl and it's like he had literally one turntable was skipping. This is this is a true story. I'm not hyping this shit up at all. One turntable was kept fucking up for everybody. Ice got on the turntables. He he got on. He seen he was skipping. He like oh all right. I gotta turn. Let me turn my hand like let me turn my hand ten degrees to the right. <laughs> and he did all right. We good. It, did, it didn't miss a beat the whole time. Like, he had never stopped touching vinyl, hadn't practiced, hadn't did nothing. He's like, I'm going to run through some records, and we're going to see what's going to happen. Man. It was the most, that might be the most phenomenal. Not only because it was for my 40th, and yeah. I appreciate him like a brother, the scene, a DJ who's in the Hall of Fame DJ, DJ that everybody took a lot of techniques from who doesn't get his due. Oh, he definitely don't get his just due. He owed. Seeing him go through this whole thing, man, and going through a 200 
pieces of vinyl like he like he had just practiced his whole routine. Like he was eighty five again. Like it was eighty five. <laughs> like he was out there in the ninja suit. Oh, man, it was crazy. Yeah, and he don't get his man ice. Like that's my brother. I'm, pr- I'm proud to say he's my brother. One of the humblest cats you ever meet, man. When it comes to this thing, one of the best. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say better, better than Jeff, better than Scratch. It, it's just. There's no Jeff, there's no scratch without that man, bro. Like and it's just like, cats, <laughs> and I'll never, all right, listen, I, I can go, I got story. you know, I got stories for days, man. <laughs> right. I remember being at the obvious. If everybody clones, you know what the obvious was. Right. It was, the I think it was either the first year or the second year anniversary. We had Pimp C, we, uh, Kid Capri was there. Uh, Delicious was there. Uh, what was the old girl? Nikki, uh, darling Nikki. I forget what they what, uh from Flavor Love was yeah, there. Yeah, Everybody was there. It was jam packed. I remember Ice came. And you know, everybody played Ice a little bit. You know, people in Columbus don't know who Ice really is. Nah, because they everybody wasn't in the culture like yeah, that. Yeah, so so they. Uh, you know, everybody, oh, that's Ice. Okay, cool, cool. He's a DJ. He's dope. All right, like, y'all don't know who Ice is. So Ice come up, and he just come up. He come up there to see Pimp. Pimp C. <laughs> Pimp C sees Ice. And he's like, he is 10 years old. Loses his mind, huh? Loses Lose his shit. mind. Hey, Ice, I didn't know. You said you was in town. You stay here? Oh, my God. Blah, 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 blah. Like, he goes Crazy. Same thing with Two Short seen him. Like, man, I ain't seen you since we did the tour, blah, 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 blah. All these legends, ludicrous. Oh, I've seen it so many times. Yeah. Hold on, Mix Master Ice? What? He's here? Blah, 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 blah. they shit, bro. Who's they stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man, like, I need ice on the show, so <laughs> if, 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 that's a, like I, I probably I literally said that probably every episode. Oh yeah, ice is yeah, you gotta have ice on the show. I literally said that every episode, man. But I want to thank you, bro. Okay. I want to thank you, man, for doing this, man. This needle to the groove, Tommy mm-hmm. Styles. Um, I know you got the you got a new toy now with the 360 camera. Oh yeah, you got 360s. I'm always I'm always enterprising, man. I got to like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you know I had the 364 minute, man. Yeah, so I, I haven't put it out here, man. I haven't put it out there all the way because I'm already busy enough. But yeah, yeah. CameraReadyPhotoBooths.com. You need a you need a photo booth, man. 360. Quit messing with all the fake people out here who are trying to hustle. We the best, you know. We the ones. We know how to do. We know what we're doing. Everybody else. <laughs> It's still practicing. Don't let them practice on you. Man, I, I appreciate your time, <laughs> man. It's your boy, Chad Dave. This is Needle to the Groove, and we out of here. Peace. Peace.